When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Turn on the Jets Live. Emergency episode. No Russo. The man is on the road. But I am joined by friend of uh, Turn on the Jets Badlands of Profit Exchange, Casey Halpern. Casey, what's up, man? Um, first time having you on. Excited to break this emergency press, uh, emergency news of Nate Hackett being hired as the offensive coordinator of the New York Jets down. I know you don't like it. I'm pretty good with it. What's up? Steven, what's going on, my man? I appreciate you having me on. Uh, glad to be here. Big fan, as you already know. Um, <laughs> it's been uh, quite the last 20 minutes. I was in a groove all morning, just really pumping out a lot of work. And then all of a sudden, my friend texted me. Uh, and I saw that the Jets have hired Nathaniel Hackett as their offensive coordinator. Um, on the surface, I hate the move. Um, I'm not a fan of Hackett's. Uh, I understand why they made the move in an effort to get Aaron Rodgers, which again is not a guarantee. Um, Aaron Rodgers is always going to do Aaron Rodgers, and I'm not really sure if hiring Nathaniel Hackett's going to really move the needle to entice Aaron Rodgers to come to New York, but I guess we'll have to see how that plays out. But, Stephen, as you said, I'm not a fan. Uh, on the surface, it feels very, very Adam Gase-like. And if they whiff on Rodgers, then, oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Very fair counter. But I'm, gonna, I'm going to explain why I don't think it's a move that people, you know, whether you're a Jets fan or if you're somebody who just likes to mock the Jets, um, that it's as bad as we think. So before, you know, the Rodgers smoke got very, very, like, out there within the last, you know, like, uh, 48 to 72 hours, really from the Schefter, the Peter King, the McAfee stuff, all that coming out like the same day just made me feel like something's happening behind the scenes. But I made the case a couple weeks ago when the role opened after they fired LaFleur that I don't think that this hire would be as bad as people may think it might be because of, you know, the recency bias of him as a the most inept coach I've seen in a while outside of probably Urban Meyer, Adam Gase um, with Denver. I want people to remember, and I made this exact case, you know, on, on my show, also with uh, a couple guys who uh, Spencer and Brandon on another podcast, like I think I did last week. He was a good offensive coordinator in Jacksonville with Blake Bortles as the quarterback. That was, I know, a couple of years back. I understand that. But to make a guy who was basically not an NFL quarterback uh, look as good as he did in 2017, even parts of 2018, you know, they were a quarter away from going to the Super Bowl against Philly and Nick Foles. The, you got to give him a little bit of credit there. And I, I understand the counters about the work he did in Green Bay. I totally get all that stuff because let's be honest, Aaron Rodgers controls a lot of what they do offensively. And I'm sure LaFleur had a huge say as well, but I, you can't say that like things didn't go backwards this year for Rodgers without Hackett. And I'm not saying it's solely for Hackett leaving. Obviously, Devontae Adams left and they had rookie receivers. But the run game wasn't as effective as it was when Hackett was there, which is a huge thing of what they do. So I think, you know, if you don't get Rodgers, it's 
a lot of questions. I totally understand that because it's essentially it seems like they're trying to do everything they can to want him to come here, which let's be honest, we all want him here. It doesn't seem like Lamar is really realistic at this point because he does control a lot of it. And I don't know if the Ravens would want to trade him within the AFC, but on the surface, I don't think it's as bad of a hire because he's not the head coach. It's Salah's the head coach. He, we just need someone who can call plays and he has that experience, but after I've laid it out for you in a different way, does it make you feel a little bit better? But I get it. If they strike out on Rodgers, it's like, uh, I don't know how I feel about this. Um, no, it does not make me feel any better. Um, <laughs> look, I, I just, whether it call blinders or whatever, I don't think, I just quite frankly, don't think he's a good play caller itself. Um, he left a lot to be desired in Jacksonville. Like, I think a lot of a big reason why they had so much success in 2017 <clears throat> was because of the defense. Let's be uh let's yeah. be honest about that. It was um, all all like pro riddle defense and it gave them a lot of short fields to work with, obviously shorting the game a bunch and stuff like that. But it, it's just a concern because in 2017, like even when their offense was the best, they were still like exactly middle of the pack right they ranked 15th in offensive dvoa and then in 2018 the year after that they dropped all the way to 30th and i don't know it's just i don't know this hire really just doesn't sit well with me unless they get iron Rodgers. so i'll reserve my judgment until then but i just can't get on board with it at the moment. It just seems so, so, so mid. Uh, but look, the Jets weren't in a position to get a top-end coordinator. Um, however, that being said, I would have liked them to hire either Marcus Brady or Joe Brady, uh, two guys who have play-calling experience and two guys who I think got a really, really raw, raw deals respectfully in Carolina and Indianapolis this past season. I, I just think... It's very uninspiring, and it feels just so, so, so Jets. It's sickening. That's it. It, it does. There is that. You know, this is the this is a typical Jets move. Of course, you're hiring a guy who has the same last name and is the son of Paul Hackett, which just makes it like weird. It's you know really bad optically because of the work he did in Denver. I totally get all that. I understand, but like, let's be honest. If this is a full court press to get Aaron Rodgers to be here for two to three years, and it works and the Jets are legitimately a contender next year in the AFC, even though it is very difficult. Look at the two quarterbacks who are playing on Championship Sunday this week. It's worth it to me. It doesn't matter how it is. But another thing is they did hire an offensive line coach, which people um, are probably going to lose sight over because, you know, he's not calling the plays. He's just helping the offensive line. But the offensive line has been a mess for, you know, really since Sam Darnold was the quarterback, but they hired uh, Keith Carter, who is the former Tennessee Titans offensive line coach, who was there since 2018 up until he was relieved of his duties recently. And he was in demand, according to Connor Hughes, four teams wanted him and he chose the Jets. So yep. I think that that is a good hire. I mean, think about the work he did helping clear holes for Derrick Henry. I mean, the guy was the best running back in football for probably three out of three of the years that he was, you know, coordinating that uh, offensive line. So I think that's a good hire and a good sign, especially it's somebody that was in demand. Um, but at the end of the day, like 
it all matters about the, what the full picture is. And I, and I'm going to use an example as to why people shouldn't panic until we see what they're actually trying to do. So think about draft night last year. Yeah. I, I'm not panicking by the way. I just, on the surface, I, 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 I can't stand I'm, it. I'm saying to the people who are listening, because I'm sure people are like, I don't want this guy uh, coaching on the staff. I, I'm not a huge fan. I, I, I get all that, but like, think about it. We take sauce for number, uh, number four overall last year. And everyone's like, oh, we need an edge rusher so badly. We also probably need an offensive lineman and we need a receiver. But we knew that they probably were taking a receiver at 10. So that wasn't realistic. Everyone's like, why would they take sauce that high? And then we saw, you know, there was a bigger vision of you're getting, you know, best player available, which they did. He was the best player of the draft. I don't think anyone's going to debate that after his rookie season. Um, and then they, Garrett Wilson luckily fell to them. And then they proceeded to trade up for Jermaine Johnson. So they had three first round picks. But when you saw just sauce and nothing else, you're like, why are you taking a corner number four overall? So I think we should reserve judgment until, you know, the quarterback. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to do's, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's settled. The rest of the moves and free agents in the draft are settled. And then you can kind of make more judgments. And then also what he actually does as the play caller next season. So I think don't let recency bias cloud your mind. I think we should just be as open-minded as we can. But I agree if they don't get Rodgers and this ends with Jimmy Garoppolo, it's like, Jimmy's probably going to get hurt. Mike White's going to be playing if they bring him back and I could see everything going sideways. But I saw a tweet a little earlier that worst case scenario, if this doesn't work, he's gone in a year because everyone's going to be gone in a year. So I, I think that that's an optimistic way to look at it. If it doesn't work out, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll leave you with that point. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right there. Um, as you said, if they don't get Rogers, right. We're we're on a new coaching, new GM search once again in a year from now. Um, <laughs> look, I, I really hope that's not the case. Um, we will have to see again who the Jets get as quarterback. If it does somehow lure Aaron Rodgers to New York, great. Hopefully, we get two solid years out of him, or as many left as he has. Um, but if it is not Aaron Rodgers, then I think we're in for a roller coaster year again, where probably expectations are high and we will fail to meet them. Um, but I, I just think the the non-Aaron Rodgers splits with Nathaniel Hackett as compared to with Aaron Rodgers are just so, so obvious and glaring. We're just a real, real concern that if they don't get Rodgers, then this offense is going to continue to be just a mess. Well, hopefully the offensive line's better because that can right. open up the run game. Hopefully Brees is okay. I fully expect him not to be ready for week one next year, but anything, anything could change. There's so much, you know, more advancements in, you know, medicine and re- rehabilitation. So hopefully he is ready, but I don't anticipate him missing too much time next year. Um, but I will say that, you know, it sucks right now with all this uncertainty, but like, let's be honest here. This is life as a Jets fan. And we all have been through this. It's like, who's the quarterback going to be? What, what are we doing long-term about this team? I mean, 
my my hope is if Rodgers is acquired, it's not a one year thing like Brett Favre. We need to ensure that he has he commits to the team for like at least two to three years because look at Brady. Brady's forty six, you know, in the beginning of next year, and he's still probably going to play based on all reports. Even though he's claiming I have no idea what I'm going to do, but if he wasn't going to play and he was tired from a rough season, he'd be like, I'm out. But I think Rodgers a lot more left in the tank. I think a combination of the offensive line not being as strong in Green Bay. Running game being good, but not what it was the prior two years. And also receivers that other than Randall Cobb and Alan Lazard, he really had no experience with. And then you saw when Christian Watson really started grooving that Rodgers was looking much better because they had a connection and he could trust him. But I think he hasn't thrown to someone as good as Garrett Wilson since uh, Devontae Adams. And who knows, maybe he can unlock Garrett Wilson in ways that, you know, we didn't think were possible because Let's be honest, Garrett Wilson was the best jet receiver I've seen since Brandon Marshall in 2015, and ultimately probably the best receiver they've drafted since Keyshawn Johnson, at least high. I mean, I think he has way higher potential than a guy like Coles or Moss, who people love, but I'm super excited for him in year two and having Rodgers. Completely with you. Yeah. And and hopefully we get a big uh, bounce back from Elijah Moore, honestly. I mean, I'm sure him knowing getting passes thrown to him, he won't complain one bit from Aaron Rodgers. He knows Aaron Rodgers will get him to football. And I, I think that they're probably going to make another move for a third receiver. I think Corey's going to be a cap casually or potentially as people float out out there, the Packers were interested him in him last year, the deadline. Maybe they'll trade him as part of the package and then they make a move for somebody else. I've been running the uh, the train for Mike Mike Evans if Tampa blows it up and Brady leaves. I think that it's like a home run. It gives you that big body in the red zone, and I'm sure Rodgers would love to throw to a guy like Mike Evans in the red zone. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't? Mike Evans would be awesome, uh, pending the cost, of course, but I don't think it would be a, a day one pick for sure. Um, Mike Evans would be great. Uh, they also need a speedster, it kind of feels like. Mm-hmm. Someone to just hit that home run ball, get that home run ball, as you just touched on. Jalen uh, White from uh, Tennessee is also just a name that comes to mind that could be available on day two in rounds two or three from Tennessee. Um, could could give him a look. And then our old friend, Josina Anderson, actually just tweeted out a, uh, a picture of Hackett, Rogers, and I believe it was OBJ or mentioned them. Uh, so she, excuse me not a not a uh, picture but she just tweeted out nathaniel hackett aaron Rodgers, obj question mark 19 minutes ago oh so and listen we let know more speculation continue we know obj wants to be back in new york he basically was funny with the giants all last year before they ultimately passed because of the medicals hopefully you know a year and a half two years removed from that injury he'll be good to go for week one next year so let the uh, the games begin and all the speculation, but I'll leave it with this. Who's your prediction of, for the Jets quarterback week one, 2023, as it stands today? I'll fall into the trap and I'll just be a sucker and hopefully and hopefully not get my heart broken. But sure, Aaron Rodgers, that, that's, <laughs> that's going to be the Jets quarterback uh, on week one, 2023. Um, and if we're wrong, then whew, we're in for quite a season but hey look this is why the jets are the reigning offseason champs this is what we do baby we we rule the offseason for the last 12 years running and probably this year as well um 
So as I mentioned at the top of the show, Casey works for Profit Exchange, uh, presenting sponsor of Badlands, best premium Jets content on the internet. Casey, anything fun on Profit for uh, championship weekend? Uh, we have the best lines currently in the state of New Jersey on pretty much both games currently on both sides of the ball, but a lot of, a lot of cool stuff coming for the Super Bowl. A lot of great props that we'll have up. Um, so we're really excited about that. We're excited for these games on Sunday and beyond. Um, and you will not find better odds anywhere else. If you're betting on a traditional sports book, ditch it and come to profit exchange. You're going to win around 10% more than you would on a traditional sports book. So get the best odds in New Jersey and win more or lose less. Yep. You heard the men. If you like to bet on the NFL and you're in New Jersey, check it out. I believe there are promotions for free dollars that are matched if you are a new customer. So check that out, profitexchange.com and some good stuff. Casey, appreciate you in such short notice for a big announcement from the Jets. Uh, But yeah, man, let's, let's hope for the best here. Let's hope for the best, Steven. I appreciate you having me on. And uh, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but uh, in Nathaniel Hackett, we trust. (laughs) Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, Steven and I will be back next week to do a further deep dive on this. And if there's any moves that are made.